Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Travel at speeds pushing 200 miles per hour. The very best drivers in the world putting their lives on the line every week. It's time to get the lowdown on this week's contenders, plus a look at the key driver matchups. Right now on Gone Racing. Welcome into another edition of Gone Racing. Jeff Motley, and I don't have Brendan Gone beside of me today. I got Vinny Mayulo here. Vinny, who is an expert on all sports, <laughs> uh, not just NASCAR, and we're making a bigger uh, NASCAR expert out of Vinny. Brendan had a flight, I believe, canceled. Mm-hmm. Then he had no internet in his house because he was going to Skype in, right. and Vinny came through in the last 20 minutes. <laughs> well, listen, you know, <laughs> there, step are, in. there are uh, terrific teams on a NASCAR circuit, Jeff, as you know, uh, but we, we, we got a terrific team here at the South Point, and uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna do the best we can uh, in Brendan's absence. Absolutely. Well, we're here at the South Point Hotel Casino in the Veasan Studios, and we're gonna wrap up last week's All Star Race. It's a non-points race, mm-hmm. an exhibition event. Uh, although it is run on a track that is very similar to what we're gonna see in the playoffs, and I think the theme of the day, whether it's the All Star Race, it's the regular season, or what, right now is Kyle Larson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Kyle Larson in his last six starts, he's got three second places, and then he has three first places if you want to count the all-star race even though it's it's not a points paying race uh, that's pretty remarkable six straight six race stretch for for a guy who uh, a year ago at this time was out of a ride you know that, that's a, a terrific point and current form means so much in so many sports right I mean and uh, you know typically and in horse racing Jeff we oftentimes talk about a horse for the course uh, but what Kyle Larson has done is be, be shown his versatility, right? He's a favorite this week at five to two. But because and and he's not one of the drivers that's had experience at this track, as you know. But the thing about it is, you've got to be mindful of the fact that he's had so much success recently. And you've got to anticipate from our side of the counter. There's an anticipation element that goes into the prices because I think folks are going to certainly consider uh, the fact that he has been so successful uh, in in in, the, uh, in recent weeks. Well, and one thing we want to point out, you know, when Brendan and I are here, you know, we kind of just play off the odds that you guys mm-hmm. set. But you're one of the guys who helps set these odds. Yep. So there's a lot more pressure on you to get it right than it is for me and Brendan to sit up here behind the microphone yeah. and get it. Right. And I have to tell you, and, I, and I've said this uh, on my times uh, that I've in, enjoyed here on Gone Racing, uh, I, I have so much respect for 
for the NASCAR fans and the NASCAR betters. They are as educated uh, a fan, not just from the sports perspective, but from the betting perspective as well. You know, I remember the first time, Jeff, that we had uh, the, the Las Vegas 400 here, the first race in the spring. 1998, yeah. a long time ago. And I was at Caesars Palace at the time. And the folks would come to the counter, and not only would they make their bets, but they would actually tell us why they were betting. And you, you oftentimes know folks who, who follow, let's say, a football team. They know about the quarterbacks. They know about the skill, the other skill position players, about coaching, about records. And, but folks would talk about the, the, uh, the, the cars, the drivers. They would talk about the ownership teams. They would talk about all the intricacies Uh, uh, if there were adjustments in the cars and carburetors and things like that. So it made me realize that these are some of the most educated bettors, not only educated fans that we see. And and to to your point, and we make the prices, and if we're wrong on them, we're going to pay for it. And you know what? You you have to tip your cap uh, to the folks uh, that uh, that have that kind of knowledge. Well, and we look at Kyle Larson now. He has become the odds-on favorite to win the championship. Mm -hmm. And if you really look at this season, we started the year, I think, most people were looking toward Denny Hamlin as a guy who very well could be the favorite, even though Chase Elliott was a defending champion. Mm -hmm. And then we got into a little stretch this year where Martin Truex Jr. got really hot. Mm -hmm. He won won three out of like four races, and suddenly he became the favorite to win the championship. Well, now we've seen those Joe Gibbs Toyotas, really with the exception of Kyle Busch, who's running better, they've started to fade a little bit. And these four Hendrick cars right now, I'm not so sure that the four top guys to win the championship may not be these four Hendrick guys. Well, you, that's a terrific point. Now, when we put up the uh, uh, the series championship, right, because we'll put up the, the weekly events and, and the odds for that event, but we also continue to adjust uh, the Cup Series championship. And we had uh, Kevin Harvick as the favorite there uh, with Chase Elliott. And, of course, now, you know, it, those they were like uh, five and six to one respectively. But now you start to look at now they're 12 uh, and uh, and, and uh, uh, four to one uh, respectively. But so as a better, if let's say you had, I don't know, let you know, pick somebody, Ryan Blaney at 15 to one early on, <clears throat> there's an opportunity for you to adjust as a better too. Do you maybe hedge? Do you augment what you've already got? Do you press up your bets on on your particular driver? Or do you start looking at other members of the team, to your point, to say, hey, you know what, I'm going to put myself in a position to win with multiple guys and come out ahead? No, absolutely. So Jeff Miley alongside Vinny Maiulo here at the South Point Studio, the VEASAN Studios in the South Point. Vinny's pinch hitting for Brendan this week. We're kind of wrapping up the All-Star Race and really talking about the, the dominance that Kyle Larson has had and the resurgence we're seeing of all the Hendrick cars. Uh, we know Chase Elliott was going to be strong because mm-hmm. he's a defending series champion, but seeing Alex Bowman and William Byron both come along. So let's look at some of the numbers that, uh, that, that the winners were able to get from the All-Star Race. Kyle Larson was a plus 350 to win that race. Uh, he was a plus 100 for a top three, so I don't think that was a big shock. Uh, he also, uh, Brad Keselowski was a plus 400. Okay, I guess on the screen we've got all of Kyle Larson's numbers, though. So, yeah. like I said, top three at plus 100. Uh, he won Group A at plus 225. And the only head-to-head he had was with his teammate Chase Elliott. He was a minus 135, so not a big return right there. Uh, others that actually scored at the All-Star Race, Brad Keselowski, who was the benefit of being very, very fortunate when he chose to take the mandatory pit stop, mm-hmm. which allowed him to get up near the front. He was a plus 400 for a top three, and then Chase Elliott uh, was a plus 200 for a top three. I don't think there are any really sh- real shocks or surprises in the top ten other than maybe an, uh, Eric 
Cal Marola. He had to race his way in through the open. Mm-hmm. A guy that had a pretty good year last year and this year has had an absolute disaster of a season. Yeah, it's been kind of chalky, right? And it, yeah, the chalk, yeah, that's a that's a, a, an old school term uh, where years ago when the odds, you know, now, of course, it's all fancy, right? We've got electric boards up. and The chalk is, and there's a picture of Brendan's grandfather, Jackie, gone with the chalk boards behind him. That was literally what was written on where, where the odds were. So it's been kind of chalky lately. Uh, but listen, you know what? If you're cashing tickets, you don't mind. If you're laying a price, if you laid $1.35 on the head-to-head, but you're cashing the ticket, you're fine because if you took the pluses everywhere else you're still you're you're in you're in a good spot here's the thing jeff in our world right when you're laying 11 to 10 in basketball and and football you need to break even you need to hit at 52.4 percent just to break even but if you hit 50 percent there you're ahead even if you laid the 135 price so you're in a great spot there and again that's where you as a better have the options to look shop the prices and again you know we do we have better prices than, than other folks maybe on some of these things we do but uh, the other part of it is you've got the ability the, the 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 mobile apps is where you you really have the ultimate opportunity to shop but we try to offer the folks uh, as diverse a betting menu as possible and they and they take advantage and of it. one of the great things about the NASCAR betting also is that we have the groups every week. Yes. You know, Brendan and I love the groups. We talk about them. And speaking of the groups, the uh, the group uh, payouts last week, we mentioned Kyle Larson winning Group A at a plus 225. Ryan Blaney, who was kind of a long shot, mm-hmm. plus 280, came in and won Group B. Uh, Brad Keselowski, one of the co-favorites in Group C, we mentioned the fact that uh, that he was a benefit of a uh, some good fortune on a pit stop. He mm-hmm. won Group C at plus 250. And then Kurt Busch, uh, Group D, I think maybe that may have surprised a few people. Christopher Bell was a heavy favorite there. Not really sure why. Kurt Busch and Ross Chastain have been running a little bit better lately. Kurt's a guy really that's had more bad luck than running yeah. poorly, and I think maybe he knows when he can have a have a, have some luck go his way mm-hmm. that he's in pretty good shape and he has a chance. You know, Jeff, I, I love your point. And again, what I try to do from our side of the counter is is equate what we do and what the betters do with NASCAR to other sports because there's, there are similarities in certain aspects of it. I love your points about the pit stops and the you know the the timing of things and you know so what we oftentimes look for in let's say the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, what adjustments are teams making either uh, between periods or from game to game, right? Well, you have to pay attention to how teams are adjusting from event to event or within the race itself, right? Because these bets are the games within the games, right? They're not just on the future, uh, 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 not taking a, a position on a driver going into the race, pre-flop, so to speak. So I tried to help the betters understand, and what we have to look at is what adjustments are being made. I think that's important, and I think it's an important part of the handicapping as well. well absolutely, and uh, we're going to touch very briefly on the standings. Brendan, Brendan and I really went over the standings a lot last week, and they did not change because the All-Star race mm-hmm. obviously did not affect those. Uh, we still have 11 different winners and we know if we get to 16 different winners then we could have an interesting situation if for example Denny Hamlin is leading the points and he is not one of those 16 if that is the case then Denny Hamlin if he is the points leader would get the 16th spot and then somebody with the win would get bounced out Uh, Brendan is of the thought that we may get to the 16 winners I'm of the opinion that we don't get to the 16 winners and I don't think it's going to matter but the one interesting thing that is starting to happen Kyle Larson is running so well Mm -hmm. that he has cut over 100 points into Denny Hamlin's lead over the last five races. So suddenly he's only behind Denny Hamlin right now by 47 points. 
if Kyle Larson were to pass Denny Hamlin and we get 16 winners and one of those is not Denny Hamlin, then a guy who was one of the favorites to win the whole championship won't even make the playoffs. Won't even make it, and then you're sitting there with it. That's why now, as a better, you've got to have that contingency plan in mind where you can get a price on one of the others, whether it's Hamlin, who, 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 who's it going to be that you think is going to put you in a position, A, to not lose, maybe break even, get your money back, or even come out ahead, right? So that's why you want to pay attention to not just the race itself, but how you're starting to you know, position and how these uh, drivers, you look ahead in the schedule, right? It's just like, uh, for, for instance, if you've got a, a future ticket, uh, on, uh, on, on, on the Yankees, right? And the Yankees have fallen out. Let's face it. Now they're fighting for a, a, a wild card spot. So if you've got a ticket on the Yankees, where's the best price available to you on, let's say, within their division? Uh, is it on the Red Sox? Is it on the, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays? Is it on the Cleveland Indians in the Central? It's the same thing here. Start looking ahead in the NASCAR schedule to where you think a driver is going to be in a position to get in to that mix and help you mitigate your risk or you know, make, maybe even make a profit. Well, and I think one of the other important things to look at is if you're going to bet the season standings, you're betting for the champion. Yep. And you kind of have to get your mind around the fact that once we get to those last 10 races, we're resetting those points, and it's those drivers with playoff points. So right now, Kyle Larson and Martin Truex Jr. have got a lot of playoff points because of these wins. Mm -hmm. Alex Bowman's got two wins. That's a lot of playoff points. We saw last year Kevin Harvick did not have a lot of playoff points, and he ends up not making it to the Final Four because he didn't have enough playoff points. And yeah. other guys had built up that cachet. And that's going to be important. If you're Denny Hamlin, for example, or if you're Kevin Harvick right now, you haven't won. You have very few playoff points, meaning once you get to the playoffs, there are going to be a lot of guys way ahead of you. Mm -hmm. And when we start whacking guys off, it's going to be very hard for them. They're going to have to win their way to advance at this yeah, point. Yeah, and, and that's, again, I use other, other sports as examples, right? It, but, you know, that could also work to an advantage because so much more incentive, right? Because that now the way the drivers attack certain aspects of it, particularly within the teams and things like that, should enter into your thought process as well as a better. So you're handicapping individuals. Individual races, you're handicap. You're, you're looking forward. You're looking into the team dynamics and how these are all going to play out because they all imp they have implications for each other. So with that said, again, oh and by the way, there's some prices involved here. How do I how do I how do I help myself here to make money? Again, uh, the education of the NASCAR fans is critical and uh, understanding the format that you're talking about, Jeff, to where they can maximize their profitability in terms of their wagers. Well, as we start looking forward, we've only got 10 races left in the regular season before we get to the playoffs. And the next five, there's there's a uniqueness to every one of them. Mm -hmm. This weekend, we're going to go to Nashville Super Speedway. It's actually in Lebanon, Tennessee. It's about 35 miles outside of Nashville on the east side of Nashville, if anybody really cares, out, out past the airport. The next weekend, we're going to run the double headers at Pocono, uh -huh. a Saturday race and a Sunday race. So we have tried that before. So it's not totally unique, but it's still different. We don't do that. Mm -hmm. any, we're not doing that anywhere else this year. The next weekend, we go to another brand-new racetrack that NASCAR Cup Series has never raced on at Road America in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. And then the week after that, just over these last five races, we're going to Atlanta Motor Speedway for mm -hmm. a naf an afternoon race on July the 11th. You ever been to Atlanta, Georgia in July? Oof. 
Right, so I'm going to tell you, that's going to be a survival, and that's a 500-mile race. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a survival of, of the fittest there. You know, uh, you bring up a, tip, uh, a terrific point, Jeff, because in that setting, with 500 miles, in that kind of weather, uh, how much more important is, is the crew? Right when you think about it, because you know, the tires alone, right? especially like, Atlantic, because right. other than Darlington, no track wears tires like Atlanta does. That, that, that's a, ter- a terrific point, and and I think the other dynamic here, and you hit on it, and this week is an example of the fact that NASCAR has not run on some of these on the, the main circuit, the main course, right? I mean, obviously, uh, the trucks and the Xfinity have run. Who, who are drivers that have experience on the courses, right? And we're going to probably get we'll get into more of that when we break down this particular race. But there's only five drivers here in this field that have actually driven on this particular course to where... Well, there's the, five who have won. I'm sorry, have there, won. There, there's Excuse five me. guys that the, will be that, in the race right. on Sunday who have won that, races that, at that, a national level. Right, and, and you're like, wait a second, well, how, how important is it? Well, I think, you know, again, I'll, I'll go to, to the... To the horse for the course aspect of it, to where that's important to having that kind of experience on, on the track and winning at the track. Well, and and let's, we're not going to get into the odds yet, but let's just talk about Nashville now. That is mm-hmm. the next race in our schedule. We're going to Nashville Super Speedway. So, the last time we raced Xfinity Series in Nashville was 2011. We have a tr- the last truck race that mm-hmm. was run there was in 2012. Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski, Kevin Harvick, and Kyle Busch have all won Xfinity Series races. But you also ask yourself, okay, what kind of memory recall are they having? I mean, because they haven't raced there in 10 years, correct? Now, in the Truck Series, Kyle Busch also has a Truck Series win there. Mm-hmm. And the last truck race that was ever run, which, which Brendan was here to talk about it because he was in that race, in race. Austin Dillon mm-hmm. won. Yes. So he is the fifth guy, as we were talking about the five who have won. Right. Now, one thing that a lot of people do not realize – NASCAR banned testing several years ago at any of the tracks that they competed on unless it was a Goodyear sanctioned test or a NASCAR organizational test where they invited all the teams to come in and test. So once the Nashville Super Speedway dropped off of the Xfinity and Truck Series schedule in 2012, and because of its proximity to Charlotte and it being a track that was more than a mile in length, a lot of these drivers, the, Ch- the Tyler Reddicks, mm-hmm. the Chase Elliotts, the Alex Bowmans, they have spent more time than probably anybody realizes testing at Nashville Super Speedway because with it being off the Xfinity and Truck Series, it became an eligible track for testing. So I don't think this track is going to be nearly as foreign to some of these younger drivers that some people believe. That's a terrific point because the reason is you mentioned that some of the drivers, it's been up to 10 years to where they did have the experience. Now, is that important? For sure. But now they've got to refresh their memory, their muscle memory, their reflexes, all of that. You know, the team's got to break some things down, get some consulting in. And now, but as far as the testing, more recent, right? Certainly, uh, some different, you know, some tweaks to the to the vehicles, to the cars themselves, and things and, and, like and that. And certainly, it's a right? different tire, yeah, which is going to be, a, which it, could be an issue on Sunday. I I have I am fascinated uh, by the uh, the tire aspect and how uh, how much impactful it is. Uh, you know, to to the to the novice, to, to somebody who's really still learning a great deal about NASCAR, uh, I have a, a whole new appreciation for that particular area of expertise on the circuit. Well, and I think one thing that's going to be interesting to watch at, at Nashville, even though we have had testing at Nashville, there has not been racing on Nashville. Mm-hmm. You cannot duplicate testing to racing when it comes to tire wear on a racetrack. This track is green. 
and there's not going to be practice. There's not going to be qualifying for any of these series. This track, I have a feeling, is going to wear tires because there's very little rubber on this track. Because, again, when you if you do a driving school or you have two mm-hmm. or three cars that they're testing, that's nowhere near the level of, say, here in Las Vegas where we run two truck races, two Xfinity races, right. and two cup races a year, and you do that every year. There is a certain amount of rubber that just gets buried into that asphalt. And that will help be a little less abrasive on tires. At Nashville, that is a green racetrack. And I think tires, I will expect them to run a harder tire. In fact, I think I heard they're going to run the Dover tires, which is interesting to run those concrete high bank tires at Dover, but they're a much harder compound. How about the configuration, too, Jeff? What, what, how come it, what, this is one point one. It's, a, it's three, about 1.3. It's a similar distance to Darlington. Right. But it's probably laid out a little bit more like a Kentucky, like a Kansas, like Las Vegas was before we repaved it in 2007. It. But it's just not quite as big. It's certainly not as high bank. So, yeah, you're looking at about a, a 1.3. It might be a little bit more than 1.3, three and some change. Um, but there it really isn't a track on the circuit right now that is exactly like it, which is one of the things I think that makes it unique. Yeah, and I think that's a, another part of the handicapping dynamic as well, right? So, again, you've got all these aspects. uh, And, again, what betters pay attention to, we've got to pay attention to, too. But here's the other aspect of it. We've also got to pay attention to a couple of other things going on. There's some NBA and NHL playoffs. You've got the U.S. Open and golf happening, baseball and everything like that. So here's what's important to uh, to the viewers, the listeners, and the betters out there. You as a better, you can zero in on a particular event, a particular sport. We've got to kind of, so you can be the specialist. We've got to be the general practitioner, if you will. And and that's where, and again, not crying about it, that's where you as a better can uh, to really, you know, even group together. Say, hey, you know, Jeff, your expertise is NASCAR. Hey, Vinny, you're following the NBA. You know, hey, Ann, you're, you're going over the hockey and things like that. And you pull your resources and your knowledge together, and that's where you come together. You can do- delve into one. We, we've got folks that specialize in this. You ready for this? The WNBA. And they are absolutely wow. killing it. And there'll be folks doing the same thing here with NASCAR. Well, and I think you're right. And I think probably a lot of people are going to look and see at the, they're going to look at the truck race they're going to look at an Xfinity race they're going to see you know who was doing well sometimes you look at manufacturers you know you see it, what because there's sharing of information like mm-hmm. you're going to see Noah Gregson for example in the Xfinity series right well that's a junior motorsports car but it's kind of like a Hendrick motorsports car mm-hmm. or you're going to see Riley Herbst he's running a Stuart Haas car and there's going to be information derived from those Xfinity teams on to those cup teams. So it'll be really interesting to see how that plays out. We'll be back on Gone Racing. We'll start talking about the odds to win and top three. some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables Ooh, yum and how you get the most out of select can't miss events with access to the centurion lounge resi priority notified and amex card member benefits at select events You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Welcome back into Gone Racing. Jeff Motley, Vinny Maiulo, pinch hitting for Brendan Gone, who's locked away somewhere in a cabin in Montana, hunting wild beasts He's or fishing. something, or fishing, fishing or doing something like that. And Vinny, I, I, we get excited when we go to new racetracks. So, so I know uh, this is a an exciting weekend because we're heading to Nashville Super Speedway, a place that uh, was a fixture on the NASCAR Xfinity and Truck Series schedules for uh, many years until 2011, uh, when Dover Motorsports, which owns that facility, uh, decided to stop racing uh, the National Series there. It was actually Dover Downs who made the decision to move one of the mm-hmm. two Dover Cup races or Cup weekends to um, to Nashville Super Speedway for this weekend, and it's going to be a triple header. We're going to run the trucks on Friday night, the Xfinity race on Saturday, and the Cup race on Sunday. And uh, we start looking at the odds to win. And right at the right off the top of the board, you've got a guy who has been the hottest guy mm-hmm. in in the sport, yep. but who's never raced at Nashville mm-hmm. Super Speedway. In fact. The last time they raced at Nashville Super Speedway, Kyle Larson was probably graduating high school. <laughs> but he's a plus 275 to win the race. Right. Uh, and, and then we we see the other guys that are single digits. We'll talk about them for a minute. Martin Tricks Jr., plus 650. Chase Elliott, plus 700. Denny Hamlin, plus 850. And Kyle Busch, plus 900. Now, a couple of things that step out to me right there. Uh, Martin Tricks Jr. being the number two guy. And honestly, that team has struggled. Mm-hmm. But I also will say this about Martin Tricks Jr. When his team hits it, look out. Yeah. I mean, when they're good, they're really, really, really good. But when they're not good, they struggle mightily. Well, here's here's what you want to do, I think, as a, as a better. And oftentimes, so let's look at this. Let's say this was a horse race, okay? And and you've got this, the, the, this number here. And again, a horse race is not going to have quite as many uh, uh, entries in it. Uh, but, but the bottom line is this. You want to start not only saying I, who I think can win the race. You got to start throwing drivers in this case out. I hate to say it that way, but that's that's the reality of it, right? So you're paying attention to the the various things that we're talking about. Who's who's hot? Who's not? Who's in, in really good current form? Who's not? To your point about Martin Truex, are, are you really going to take a flyer on Truex at such a shorter price? Given his current form, I don't. I don't necessarily think so. But do you, do you pay attention to a a Kyle Busch at nine to one who's actually got experience with a win on the on this? Course? He, he he has more than and, a win. He's yeah. got a win in Xfinity and, 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 trucks, and the there. trucks. So you know you, you that that's one reason where you start to say, well, maybe. And again, no offense to Martin, but you've got to start 
uh, you know, putting eliminating drivers before you start saying I'm going to back this driver. You've got to almost start eliminating some for uh, for for accurate reasons and and, uh, and and history included. And one other interesting thing about Kyle Busch, I mean, I'd have to go back and do some research to to prove this, but I would probably say he has more competitive laps around this track, given the fact that he's run Xfinity and trucks than anybody in the field. Now, no, not necessarily point. in the history of the track, but no. it's in this field. And that's and right, and that's who he's going against, and that's what you, you know that that's as good a reason as any. And again, it's. it's it's about the price. Always remember this, folks, that betters, professional betters, they don't bet teams or, in this case, bet drivers as much as they bet prices. Okay? It's like, well, you know, you, you, look, you talk to a professional and every week they'll have a different team in the NFL. Why is that? Because they're betting the prices. That's, well, what, that's, that's what separates the casual better from the professional better. And speaking of prices, the guys that kind of fall in this middle tier now, and, and kind of look at these guys, William Byron, who is the king of the simulator, so William Byron is going to be a guy who probably feels like he knows this track as well as anybody, and he's never raced there because he's going to sit in that mm -hmm. simulator, and he is better on that simulator than anybody. Then we've got three of those guys that we talked about who have wins here in the Xfinity mm -hmm. series. Uh, William Byron is 12 to one. Keselowski is 12 to one, and then Harvick and Logano, 13 to one. And then we go to a couple of young guys who have not raced here again. Alex Bowman, 14 to 1, and Ryan Blaney, 18 to 1. Yeah, and what you want to do is also shop for prices. The way you shop for prices uh, and point spreads in other sports, uh, you, you, you got to look. We, we actually here at the South Point, we've got uh, Keselowski at 15. So if you're interested in Keselowski, who does have uh, have had, had success here in the other uh, the other events. Well, why not take a chance? I mean, if 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 you think he's, you know, if you like him, if you're considering him, well, again, like everything else uh, in life, shop for the best price. And a few long shots: uh, Christopher Bell and Austin Dillon and Tyler Reddick, all forty to one. Austin Dillon with the win here in the Truck Series. Kurt Busch fifty to one. Probably been a long time since he raced at Nashville. If he has, it might have to go all the way back to like two thousand in a truck. Matt DiBenedetto eighty to one. Chris Buescher and Ross Chastain one twenty-five to one. Uh, the couple things that jump out at me there is that Austin. Austin Dillon does have experience here, and Tyler Reddick seems to be catching on to racetracks pretty quickly anywhere he goes. So I think those guys are guys, if you're looking for a long shot, they could be potentials for a long shot. All right, we come back on Gone Racing. We'll talk about the top three, and we'll get a little bit into the driver head-to-hits. Welcome back into Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Vinny Mayulo, who's sitting in for Brendan Gone, who's uh, fishing in Montana or somewhere, we think. We don't really know what Brendan's doing. We just know that he had a flight canceled and then he had no internet. So we're talking Nashville Super Speedway that's right. uh, this we're weekend. Here. So that's we're, what we're, we're here to talk Nashville. We're only going to talk about the people that are here, not the people that are not here, right? <laughs> I'm a little jealous of him, though. I know that. he's not. It's not 115 where he's at. No, that's probably true. So all right, we, we talked about the odds to win, and a couple things I want to hit on real quick before we, before we move on into the top threes. A few drivers I want to mention. William Byron is going to run the truck race, which yes. get a little experience there. Tyler Reddick and Kyle Busch are going to run the Xfinity race. And I'll tell you, Kyle Busch has been that guy who has said, I need practice. 
Well, this is Kyle Busch's way of getting practice. And when Kyle Busch gets practice, it shows on Sunday in these cup races. So I think that's going to be a big advantage for him to run some laps in this Xfinity race. That tells me, Jeff, uh, that to your earlier point, that's more important than obviously to simulate any simulator. It's also more important than the testing, right, that was done by some of these drivers too. Not to discount that totally, but this is a competition too. And uh, so so what I do with that information is take in and say, listen, let's just be mindful that – Kyle Busch, in this case, he's going to be ra- he's going to be racing, uh, you know, on Saturday, right? Uh, be uh, before this race. So let's uh, bear that in mind and uh, and make sure that because uh, there's betters out there that know that as well. So that's good intel for sure. And, and one thing we mentioned off air, we wanted to discuss. We yeah. talked about Austin Dillon, the fact that we've got him at forty to one to win. He's a defending win. He's a former winner there. Mm-hmm. Granted, it was ten years ago, but you you kind of have a little longer odds on him. Well, we've got him at eighty to one here at the stop point. But what's interesting is that. I'm not saying that there's going to be a lot of folks that are going to say, listen, give me my $100 pre-flop ticket on Austin Dillon at 80-1. to But we saw this uh, at Daytona earlier this year. McDowell wins at Daytona. He was about 80 or or 85-1 to to win that race. And it wasn't that everybody, you know, the following week you had Bell, the same thing. See, he was 66 the next week. Yeah, yeah. so you have those. But you had somebody, say, who bet. The, one of the favorites. Let's say they bet, uh, you know, Denny Hamlin at eight to one, or ten to one uh, for a hundred dollars. They'll take a twenty dollar bill and say, you know what? Hey, Austin Dillon won at this track. I don't care. Was it a truck? I don't care how long ago it was. Let me let me take a flyer on him. Uh, uh, put a twenty dollar bill on him. Yeah, and the numbers we're using are from DraftKings, so yeah, you know but we're, we're not. But that's you, you get to shop so and everything like that. And uh, you know, DraftKings in multiple jurisdictions. Obviously, we're here in, in the state of Nevada. So, uh, but but you know, here in the state of Nevada, if you're here or wherever you are, go ahead and shop it and uh, take advantage of the best price. Well, let's take a look at these top threes. Uh, Kyle Larson coming in with a negative number. You know, we went almost the whole season without seeing negative numbers. In the last couple of weeks, we've seen a negative number on Kyle Larson for yeah. our top threes, minus one forty-three. Very little return on your investment there, uh, Mark. Martin Tricks Jr., I, I still think they've got him a little too high at the plus 175. Chase Elliott, plus 190. Denny Hamlin, plus 225. Kyle Busch, plus 240. William Byron and Brad Keselowski at 325. Harvick at 350, along with Joey Logano. Alex Bowman, 375. And Ryan Blaney, plus 450. Everything else, you get into the double-digit numbers there, including we talked about Austin Dillon, who's 10-1. to 1. Tyler Reddick, we talked about him running Xfinity Race at 10-1. to 1. So those could be some interesting plays. There. And those are reflective of, of the overall odds as well, Jeff. When you see these top four, for instance, Larson, uh, Truex Jr., El- Elliott, and Hamlin, uh, those are your top four in terms of the, the future book as well. So indicative and not surprising that those prices would reflect where they are in the overall race uh, position in terms of the futures. Well, let's take a look at some of our, our driver head-to-heads. And, you know, Brendan and I sometimes say, do you want to go on the don't line? And if you go on the don't line with Kyle Larson, well, there's only two out there to pick if you go the don't line, but they're huge returns. And Martin Truex Jr. and Chase Elliott both at plus 140 to Kyle Larson's minus 160. Uh, To me, when I look at the numbers, that one probably leaps off the page uh, much bigger than me to see those that disparity in numbers between two championship-caliber teams and Kyle Larson. Well, 
you got Kyle Larson, who's the favorite in the race uh, at 5-2 to two here at the South Point. But then you've got the second and third choice in terms of Truex and Chase Elliott. So if you're getting 7-5 to five on that, so think about this. Again, I go back to the flip. If you're laying 11-10, how you have to hit better than 52% to break even. If you can break even, and again, you have to, you know, got to win at least one of them. But you're going to come out, right, at least $40 to the good here. Uh, and so, so you, it's okay. And when you're taking pluses and if you can hit them, it's okay. to You, you, uh, you know what? Uh, 50% is not a, an awful thing here. So, No, and you're exactly right. And, and I think probably as I st- – I'm trying to look for some value yeah. up there. And when I see some value up there, I'm actually liking some of the Kyle Bush plays up there. We see Kyle Bush at a plus 110 against Martin Trix Jr. And honestly, I think Kyle has been a much hotter driver lately. And I do believe racing that Xfinity race is going to help him. And I also look at Kyle Bush at a plus 110 against Chase Elliott, uh, who's also at minus 130. Th- those to me are pretty good numbers to get on Kyle Bush. An important point you bring up, Jeff, is this professional betters. In, in sports, don't always bet favorites. Oftentimes, there's there's some you, you've got to bet under underdogs. Now it's not every race, every matchup, every particular event. There's two things that professional bettors will do: uh, they will bet underdogs and they'll bet under. And when it comes to totals and things like that, so in this case, obviously there's no overs and unders here. Although, kind of, you know, you could say, well, in the top three, there kind of is in, in some correlation there. And I just think, uh, you know, a couple other the big numbers up there: Austin Dillon is plus one thirty against his teammate Tyler, Tyler Reddick, Reddick at yeah. minus one fifty. Um, it, it, in, I think what's interesting to me is they have the same odds to win the race. They have the same odds to finish mm-hmm. in the top three, yet Tyler Reddick is a huge favorite over Austin. And these are these obviously are coming from the Westgate that we're getting these odds from. But that that one surprises me. Well, I, I have it circled here, and I know where uh, uh, typically uh, we uh, we do make selections on the show. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tip my hand a little bit and give you one of my selections there. I'm gonna take advantage of plus 130 on Austin Dillon again. Uh, I, I like the fact that he's. Uh, uh, he's familiar with this course. And this one other one, I just think it's kind of cool that they put it up there. We're so used to seeing the big-name drivers up there. Excuse me. It's kind of like, nice to see Matt DiBenedetto and Chris Buescher in a head-to-head. Chris Buescher, who's actually been pretty consistent this year. He's been consistently running top 10, top 12. Uh, Matt DiBenedetto has some really good runs. He's had some struggles. But it's kind of interesting to see that matchup there, the plus 110, Matt DiBenedetto against Chris Buescher. Yeah, and Buescher's success is why he's a $1.30 favorite there. Uh, and, again, DiBenedetto, if you, if you like a, pl- a plus price, you're getting a plus 110 on him. So you try to, you know, uh, give a – it's not only just about the favorites. Again, these are races within the race. You don't have to pick the, the winner of the overall race. But all you have to do uh, is pick the winner in a matchup. And folks like these matchups a great deal. These are uh, they've, they've always been popular. Yeah, and you know what's really kind of interesting? A lot of times, because of the, the, the smaller number return compared to the groups, Brendan and I tend to spend more time on groups and a little less time on head-to-head. But so many times we see in head-to-heads, we see where it's a lot of plus 110s against minus 110s or both minus yeah. 110s. And I think this race here at Nashville, what we're really seeing is we're seeing some pretty pretty big numbers. And I think that's kind of exciting for the betters to see that they can win on some long shots. So, All right, we come back on Gone Racing. We're going to break down the group matchups, and we will give you our picks for next week.
Want to rewatch any part of today's show or any past show? Check us out at vcin.com slash subscribe. There are many ways to watch us. We're available on Fubo, Sling. We've partnered with iHeartMedia, and you can access vcin on all your Alexa devices. For all the ways to watch and listen, go to vcin.com slash subscribe today. Jeff Motley alongside Vinny Maiulo sitting in for Brendan Gaughan today. We're talking Nashville Super Speedway, a place we've never raced before in the NASCAR Cup Series. It was a staple on the Xfinity and Truck Series for a long time, but after 2011, the track's kind of gone quiet. So, Vinny, we're moving into our group matchups. All right. And we look at Group A, huge favorite, Kyle Larson. No big surprise. He has been the hottest guy on the circuit. He's plus 165. Some of the biggest numbers I've ever seen on the other guys in Group A, Chase Elliott, Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, all over a plus 300. Elliott and Truex are 315, and Denny 360. Anything jump out at you on Group A there? Well, just to point out this uh, before we uh, jump out, uh, again, the, the group matchups, Jeff, are the fastest-growing area of NASCAR betting. And, and they're mine and Brendan's favorites, and, I will tell you. Know, we yeah, love them. And, and that's, that's a reflection uh, uh, of, of the public as well. They love the group matchups. And uh, to your point, yeah, you, you you look at this because Kyle Larson is really in in the best form of anybody right now, and and, and again, he's the favorite in the race at uh, here at South Point. Uh, means five to two, so plus two fifty there. Uh, no real surprise. Again, if if you're going to have him at a dollar sixty five for the group, then you've got to have fairer prices and give folks an opportunity. But better than three to one on everybody else in the group, that tells you. Uh, that speaks to Kyle Larson's uh, current form and, frankly, his dominance. So that's a blown uh, engine, an inopportune blown yeah. tire, or a big pit mistake away from a big payday for somebody. Yeah, exactly. If you go the and other I way. think we'll see folks taking advantage of those plus prices there. Again, Denny Hamlin at plus 360. Denny Hamlin's the third choice in the race. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for. Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Group B, Kyle Busch is a favorite, plus 210. Kevin Harvick and William Byron, both plus 290. Alex Bowman, plus 315. Uh, to me, I look at Group B as a two-horse race between Kyle Busch and William Byron. I just, I think Harvick is not the Kevin Harvick of old right now. 
and Byron is just a little bit better most every week than Bowman, even though I know Bowman has two wins and Byron has one. I just think Byron week in and week out is a little bit better than Bowman. Yeah, well, you see Harvick at double digits, too, for the overall race, too. So that's what I take into consideration when I'm looking at here. But if you think it's a two-horse race between uh, Kyle Busch and William Byron, uh, you know, there's an 80-cent difference there. Uh, so probably you're looking at the 290. Group C is the which Penske car do you think will finish first? <laughs> We've got all three Penske cars there. Logano and Keselowski, both former Nashville winners in the Xfinity Series at plus 230. Their teammate Ryan Blaney, plus 260. And then a huge number, I'm not even sure why he's in Group C, uh, Christopher Bell at plus 420. I, I would, uh, you know, you talk about who do you eliminate? Well, I'm eliminating Christopher Bell well, and, and throw you, a hat over these three Penske cars. You bring up an important handicapping point because we talked about earlier if you're, you, you know, if you're breaking down the race in terms of futures you start you know it's not just about picking the winner why you're picking the winner is because you're eliminating certain others well when you're looking at the group breakdowns with four drivers you got to say who do I think has the you know the, the least opportunity here in this particular group and again it's it's about price as well but there are other you know you're getting you know a two third a couple of two thirties and two sixties there if you think Christopher Bell is your throwout then take advantage uh, of the other prices there and again you mentioned it three team Penske go, uh, drivers going head to head you have to like the chances of one of them winning this group the group D we've got Tyler Reddick coming in plus 220 then Kurt Busch plus 260 Austin Dillon plus 280 Matt DiBenedetto plus 350 um Again, it kind of goes back to where I was in the head-to-head. A little confused here. Um, Austin Dillon is is a better favorite to win the race than Kurt Busch, yet uh-huh. in this group he's not getting quite the same numbers. I really like the two children's cars here. Uh, Kurt Busch, um, you know, like I said, he's just had a lot of bad luck. So if he can put his, his luck going on the other side of the, of the clover, if you will, uh, he could be okay here. But uh, And I'm not liking Matt DiBenedetto right now. Well, you know, it's interesting, too, and I know this is probably going to sound uh, uh, strange to some folks, a, a bookmaker saying, you know, you don't have to bet everyone. Sometimes the best bet you make is the one that uh, uh, it, it, the best bet is the one you don't make. And and this may be a situation where you say, you know what, I may pass on this group if you're really not, if there's nothing that really excites you. As a better, it's not like you've got a bet. We've got six groups that we're talking about here. You don't have to bet every one of them. You know, you might bet a little bit more on another one, uh, or you might spread your, your – uh, uh, your investments uh, to the future books or the head-to-head. So uh, again, uh, uh, it, it may sound a little contradictory, but it's not the case. I don't. I don't want everybody to come up and say you have to bet every single thing. You know, make make a, a get. Maybe this one's a pass for some folks. Absolutely. Now looking at Group E, and there's one of those where I just wouldn't touch with a ten-foot pole. Mm-hmm. Eric Almirola is a favorite, plus two sixty. Okay, if he runs the way he did at the All Star race last week, and we see the old Eric Almirola, well, he should be the favorite in that group, and he ought to win that group. But we haven't seen that all year long. Cole Custer, his teammate, is plus 275, along with Daniel Suarez and Bubba Wallace. Suarez and Bubba have shown flashes this year. They have run really well early in races. Mm-hmm. Neither one of them have been able to close the deal. Well, what you want to do in, a, in a, uh, this particular group, too, Jeff, is maybe you want to just take a wait-and-see approach. You don't have to bet it right away. Let's see, see how the betting goes. Because as bookmakers, if we're prepared, so let's say it's it's Cole Custer at plus two seventy five. There's three two two seventy five here, but let's say Cole Custer is getting the betting attention here, and he winds up going down to say two twenty five, right? Because he's getting uh, he's getting bet. Well, from our perspective too, if you're prepared to lower prices, you have to be 
prepared to raise them as well. See how the betting is going here. See how the prices get adjusted. And if you're not certain about this group, A, either it's a pass like you said, or, hey, you know what, maybe somebody gets up to 3-1. to one, And you go, well, you know what, maybe I'll take a little flyer here. And in another group that is kind of a throw a hat over everybody, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. in Group F is coming in as the favorite at plus 235. But then you got three guys, Ryan Newman, Eric Jones, Chase Briscoe at plus 285. You know, Stenhouse is another guy who's had some pretty good runs this yep. year. Newman just always seems to be hanging around. You look up and he's running in the top 10 or the top 12. Right. Eric Jones uh, has had – it's been a struggle for him this year. Briscoe looked like he was getting better, did not have very good runs in the Open at the All-Star Race, so he mm-hmm. didn't, didn't transfer in, and, and in Sonoma, which was a road course. So Briscoe's a guy that might be trying to slowly put it together. I, I think uh, you brought up a key point for this particular group. Ryan Newman, the fact that he's always hanging around, finding a way to be relevant, he's competing at plus 285. And again, this is a group where you may see a little uptick. Uh, but if you look at these prices here for me, uh, I'll go with the guy that's the gamer uh, in this particular group, in my opinion. Opinion, uh, and that is always hanging around Ryan Newman to plus 285. Well, I think we're going to see in the uh, in the picks a little bit later that uh, Brendan likes that a little bit too. So, uh-huh. uh, so that wraps up pretty much all of our betting odds today. We've gone through our top guys to win, top threes, driver head to heads, our group matchups. We're going to brief. Last week we did do picks for the All Star race. By the way, we made the announcement before the show that they would not count since the race did not count in the standings. I want to file an appeal. <laughs> um, because Brendan missed all five of his picks last week. The pit crew missed all five of its picks last week. Somebody had Kyle Larson to win at plus 350 and might have had Kurt Busch to win Group D at a plus 2.55 and came in with a plus 3.05 units. So, so wait a second. You're telling me Brendan was 0 for 5 last week? He was 0 for 5 in his all-star picks. Oh, he's not up in Montana. But, no way. But to, Brendan's, to but Brendan and our pit crew decided to go heavy on picking guys to win the race. I only took Kyle Larson to win. Because, look, to me it's about telling our listeners and our viewers who they should be betting on. And if they followed my advice, they would have won a lot of money last well, week. Well, so, listen. I'm uh, just saying. Cash and tickets always counts. <laughs> exactly. That's what Uncle Brent says, right? That's it's all right. about cash and tickets. Okay. We're going to get into our picks this week since I, I won last week and I'm the overall leader in the clubhouse right now. My picks get to come out first. And I'll also be reading Brendan's and I'm going to read the pick crews. And then Vinny's going to make some picks himself. So my picks this week, I'm taking Kyle Bush for a top three. I cannot pass up the Austin Dillon at plus 130 head-to-head against Tyler Reddick. And my other picks are in the groups. I'm going William Byron in Group B, Ryan Blaney in Group C, and I'm going Austin Dillon in Group D. And some of those is because I think Byron and Bush are close. I'm taking the guy with longer odds. Same way I kind of feel like those Penske cars as well as Austin Dillon. So we'll see how that plays out for us. The pit crew picks are next. The pit crew is taking Kyle Busch at plus 900 to win the race. Uh, Ryan Newman in Group F at plus 285. Chase Elliott over Kyle Larson at a plus 140. And Martin Truex Jr. plus 140 over Kyle Larson. They're doing the Kyle Larson don't line. And Denny Hamlin over Chase Elliott at plus 110. And the last set of picks will be Brendan's picks. He has Denny Hamlin for a top three at plus 225. Austin Dillon at a top three at 10 to 1. He's taking Kyle Busch over Chase Elliott at plus 110. And Brendan has a couple of group picks. He's taking Kurt Busch in group D. And he's going with Ryan Newman 
the old stalwart there in Group F. So those are all of our picks. Vinny, the fact that you're with us this week, um, I don't know if you want to make five, you want to make three, I'll you want to make seven. I'll go with the I'll go with the group. I'll go with the uh, with the format of five. I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to uh, go to the uh, top threes. I'll go with Tyler Reddick at ten to one. I like the fact uh, that Tyler Reddick is going to run the Xfinity race. Uh, and, it's, and, and again, I'll take advantage of the price there uh, for a top three finish at 10 to 1. I'm going to make three picks in the head to heads. Uh, I love the plus prices against Kyle Larson, the favorite here. Uh, getting Martin Truex Jr. at plus 140 and Chase Elliott at plus 140. And I will take uh, Austin Dillon uh, at plus 130 against Tyler Reddick. Uh, again, Austin Dillon. Uh, with some success, uh, even though it was in the trucks and it's been a little while for him. Uh, but I'll take the three-plus prices there, Jeff. And in Group F, I am with uh, the gentleman whose seat I'm sitting in, uh, Mr. Gone, and I will go with Ryan Newman uh, in Group F at plus 285. Well, we will let everyone know how you yes, did please do. next week. We promised to do that. We got about... 30 seconds left in the show this week. Vinny, first off, thank you very much for pinch hitting at the last minute. I mean, literally, I want you guys to know, Vinny got a call from Brendan 30 minutes before the show, and Vinny ran up here about a minute before we uh, went on the air today. So thank you for sitting in today. Always enjoy being part of Gone Racing, uh, and thank you for asking. Well, we're looking forward to a triple header weekend at uh, Nashville Super Speedway with the trucks, Xfinity, and the Cup this weekend. Get your bets in. The starting lineups are all set. And then we're going to come back next week. Brendan should be back in a seat. We'll break down Nashville and look ahead to Pocono. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet three six five. Twenty one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.